There are many questions on the web about financial planning and saving for retirement. Many of these questions financial advisors encounter on a daily basis, and I'm one of those. Coming up next, we're going to cover the most searched financial planning questions and answer every one of them in a few minutes or less. So stick around. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome, Marty Neville is the president of the firm Smart Money Solutions, and this is Financial Safari with Marty, the uh, author also of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. And visit his website. Uh, it's, it's a great website, and you can see two very, very good-looking men on the website, smartmoneysolutionsmn.com. What is it? I think you click uh, media there on it, Marty. Yes. And yes. Uh, all, all the videos that we did. Yes, absolutely. Videos, yeah, the seven financial, uh, <laughs> uh, I forgot what they're called. In the seven. media, so, uh, yeah. so the baby steps. I mean, yes. the blind spots, the blind, the blind spots. spots. Yeah. <laughs> seven financial blind spots, yes. So, I, I do have people that look at that and, and question me and talk to me about it. Great, great. Yeah, so, yeah, you, I'm definitely getting hits on my website, so thank you very much for that. It's actually me and Marty, and, um, and yeah, it's in the media at Smart Money solutionsmn.com smartmoneysolutionsmn.com speaking of on the web we're going to go on the web here in this segment but we're going to use uh search engines like Google and DuckDuckGo. We're not going to chat GPT, <laughs> but we're actually doing what, what do people search for when it comes to financial advisors? What do people search for when it comes to retirement strategists? So we're going to run through these and talk about, uh, Marty's going to kind of lay it out uh, a little better, maybe even than, than uh, the search engines could. What is a financial advisor? What can a financial advisor do for me? Well, a financial advisor such as myself, you know, helps you create and grow your wealth uh, so you can achieve your financial independence and get ready. And well, in my case, I plan and I work towards your retirement. So everything I'm doing is gearing towards the retirement. Uh, so what I'm going to do first is I'm going to build a plan for you, put together a, a couple of plans that get the guaranteed lifetime income plan and the uh, the Social Security maximization report. And then when when the time comes that you do retire, you're all prepared and ready to go. So I'm going to turn that income stream on for you that we've probably discussed many times in the uh, previously. And then you're going to have the income, the guaranteed lifetime income that you need and want for the rest of your life. So that's what a financial advisor will do for you is, is prepare you and then help you get into retirement, such as myself. Well, again, a financial, I'm a retirement advisor and I do financial estate and tax planning. You know, this one, I'm curious to see what, for instance, if you Google what, what, financial advisor should I use? Is it going to do the breakdown of, hey, when you're younger, this, but when you're near retirement, you should go with this? Right. Well, you know, you're, as you get older, as you get closer to retirement, your your views uh, your views are going to change. So yes, when you're younger, you have more uh, risk that you can take. You can be more risk adverse, and and the uh, and as you get older, you want to take less risk. So that's the type of financial advisor you should use when you get older. Is the type of financial advisor like myself that I'm going to put you into a into a safe money strategy 
or several safe money strategies to protect your money, make sure it's going to grow and never lose any value. And that's the whole objective is to put you into those programs that are especially, you know, 55 and over, you're getting close to retirement. You want to make sure that the money's going to be there, that you've worked hard to save, that money's going to be there for you for the rest of your life. This is a good one. I really like this one because we talk about the consultation opportunities with Marty on this show every week. This is something someone certainly I could see them searching. What do I need to bring with me when meeting with a financial advisor? Well, bring all your financial documents, you know, 401k, 403b, 457 statements, IRA statements. If you have a pension, the pension information so I can know, social security statements so we can, because we've got to plug that in. That's These are important uh, parts of the of the whole puzzle that we're going to put together for you. So, yeah, bring all these documents with you, any other savings that you have, and, and this way I can get uh, all the information that I need to put together a comprehensive report for you, and that's that's what you should bring to the initial consultation. And again, there's no charge for any of the consultations. The consultations are no cost, no obligation type of uh, vehicles. They're they're very um, you know informal. I'm not here you know suit and tie. That's I don't I can't remember the last time I wore a tie. <laughs> but uh, it, they're very informal. You know, we get to know each other a little bit. I gather the information I need, and then the next meeting that we have, you know, I'm going to present the reports to you, and this way you can you can get a better picture of what you can look forward to and, and expect into your retirement. Well, here's how you can schedule, and you have an idea of what to bring when you meet with Marty, and it really could be an eye-opening, certainly an informational event. You can schedule with Marty at 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Five one nine nine zero nine six. So you covered uh, with you at least. What's the cost when you meet with you? you there is no charge. I mean, the big, uh, l- the only limitation here on this show is your schedule. But you do open it up every week. But here's mm-hmm. a good one for people to Google. Um, I think a lot of people are curious about this. Beyond that first meeting, how are advisors paid? Maybe you could break that down specifically with you. Well, you know, it's interesting that you you, you said this because uh, I know cli- I know clients that have paid fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for a plan that I put together at no cost, and uh, so I'm not going to charge you to sit down with me and put together these plans. Uh, you know, I get I get paid by the companies that I work for, and, and work with, I should say, and so I'm not going to charge you, and they don't take the money out of your account to pay me. So, like with a brokerage account, the broker gets paid every year year and they take that money out of your account uh, and that's how they pay the broker so you know i'm i'm more of a on a commission basis uh you know the only time i'm going to ever ask a client to write a check would be if you need a living trust because obviously there's a lawyer involved so i'm going to ask you to write a check for the for the living trust or if i do your income tax and i only do income tax preparation for clients so and i charge a nominal fee uh, to do income tax preparation, and it's you know it's basically just to pay my staff. So uh, I, I'm more you know I'm not a fee based advisor, so I'm not going to sit there and have you bring your checkbook and and pay me for every time we have a have a consultation or a meeting. Another search uh, that people could make, it's understandable, is would financial advisors normally manage all of your finances for you? Well, in in my case, 
I usually don't recommend it. I mean, I'm I'm a safe money. I'm a more conservative uh, type of investment strategist. So uh, if you want if you want to have risk in your portfolio, I'm not your guy. <laughs> so right. uh, most of my clients they have you know one or two or three in some cases uh, financial people that they work with. So I'm not here to destroy or ruin any relationships that you've already set up and have with with somebody. You might you might be I have clients that they've been with their guy for 30, 40 years. You know, I'm not here to try and ruin a relationship. I'm just trying to make sure that your money's going to be safe. So I, I don't recommend and I don't have any of my clients have all of their money with me. Some, a, a very few do, but uh, in most cases, uh, they don't have all of their finance. So it's not an all or nothing proposition with me. I mentioned chat G, uh, GPT earlier, and I, that's just, uh, I, I've seen it do some fascinating things, but it also is very scary to me. But this is a search uh, item. Uh, why is a financial advisor better than a robo-advisor? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cute. <laughs> no. Well, you know, you, you can't call a robo advisor and ask questions. You can't call a robo advisor and, and make sure that things are going to be handled properly. If there's a problem, uh, you know, it's it, to me, you know, I like sitting down. I like sitting down face to face and having a conversation, getting to know you. Uh, you know, I'm friends with a lot of my clients. We have lunch and dinner together, and and make sure that everything runs smoothly. Uh, you know, it's always been business first, obviously, making sure that things run properly and that you're you're situated and you're happy. Uh, a robo-advisor, you know, that's, you know, good luck with that. I, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a fan of the robo-advisors. I know they're out there. Um, I don't have any, I, I don't look at them as competition. You know, if you're, if you're trying to be save a couple bucks or whatever, you know, you don't have to worry with me. You're not going to, you're, you're not going to be charged a fee. So I don't know what uh, some robo advisors and those firms charge for those services, but uh, you know, you get what you pay for. And yeah, well, it's that know, human relationship too, that yeah. you've explained that you have with your clients. Yeah, I mean, I want to have that relationship, you know, so I can help take care of you. I've had clients for 20, 30 years now uh, all over the country, and I, I, I talk to them, on a re all of them, on a regular basis. They call me. They have questions. They call me because they just, you know, want to see how things are going. I want to see how you're, what's happening with your life and your family. You know, anything's changing in your life. So, so there's, you know, it's, it's, I'm a relationship guy. So I'd rather, I'd rather be involved in your life so I can help you uh, along the way if need be. And, you know, if you don't want me to bug you, I won't. <laughs> so, right. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the robo-advisor. No. Uh, right. That's just no. that's, that's no. a waste of time. I want that human touch, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's part of that custom approach that you take. And I guess leading into your first opening of your schedule opportunity to meet with you and end up getting that plan that you say, you know, some charge for, you're offering it at no cost, no obligation. Here's that opportunity, and you will explain why, uh, we'll just lead into it with this. You can explain it in your opportunity uh, description. How important is it to have a financial advisor? But I changed that to say how how important is it to work with a retirement specialist? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they, you, it's just like going to a doctor. If you have a if you have an earache, you don't go to a heart doctor. You know, you don't right. go to a podiatrist if you have a <laughs> if you have a, a broken arm. Right. Yeah, a toothache. So <laughs> it's just like anything else. If you're getting ready to retire, if you're close to retirement, if you're in 
retirement, I'm the guy that you want to deal with because I'm going to deal with all the issues that that retirement circulate around. Everything from Medicare to Social Security, distributions from your retirement accounts. And basically, uh, it's a, it's all about your your income needs when you're in retirement. So uh, the W two income ends and the the personal pension plan begins. So give me a call so we can start that process. Eight eight eight. 519-9096 is my number. The first 10 listeners who call in will set up will set up a time to meet at one of my convenient offices or even on the phone if the schedules don't allow it. Uh, we, we can do the initial consultation on the phone, get to know each other a little bit, but give me a call at 888-519-9096. Everybody I meet with does get a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. No, I'm not going to mail it to you. I don't put anything in the mail. You can't do financial planning in the mail. So give me a call and we'll set up a time to meet and have a conversation to make sure that your retirement is going to be a smooth transition. Oh, great opportunity it is. Again, that number is 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. I mean, Marty's very passionate about what he does and these strategies for retirees, clients, and soon-to-be retirees who he works with. And uh, Marty's so likable. I mean, his mother confirmed that everybody likes Marty. She always <laughs> said. So take advantage of the opportunity and enjoyable experience it can be too. And when you call in to schedule, if you have any questions further about what to bring with you on that first appointment, he'll go through that with you. 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Quick break, more to come. Marty, what's up next? Well, you know something, just because you turn 65 doesn't mean you have to retire. That's an old, old number from years and years and years ago. When we come back after the break, I've got some, I've got 10 good reasons why that statement is true. Stay tuned. back with Financial Safari and Marty Neville, president of Smart Money Solutions. Marty Neville's book is Retirement Smart America. And as he just said, you get a copy of that when you meet with Marty. Opportunities every week on this show to schedule with Marty to talk about what your retirement could look like. And that's at no cost, no obligation. Yeah, you know, you said the 65, that's kind of an old thinking on 65 being the retirement age. Is that just basically, do you think that goes back to when Social Security was first created yes that was it yeah. that was because that was the life expectancy back in the day 65 yeah. you were you were, if you made it to 65 you were doing fantastic <laughs> right well now i've got clients that are 95 and and still going strong so and back then um, when people retired at 65 it, you know many of them just had a few more years to live and now it's 30 plus Right. And, and they had their pension and they, you know, so, so things at times have changed considerably and things have changed considerably. And, uh, you know, not many people have pensions anymore. Uh, yeah. Teachers, firefighters, police officers, municipal, state employees, every, those people have pensions, mm -hmm. but uh, that's not the majority. The majority don't have a pension. And if you do have a pension, congratulations. Um, you know, we've, we've got to, you still, it's still important to have a, have a planner to help you, uh, you know, navigate navigate all those waters. But yes, I'm 66. I'm almost 67. And uh, I have no intention on retiring. So it's right. perfect segue yeah. into this, yeah. into this segment. 
because, uh, you know, I, I love what I'm doing. I'm having fun and I just expanded my office. So I just opened up another office in, in uh, Houston, Texas. So um, uh, I'm down there now and, and, and enjoying it and, you know, helping a lot of people there as well. So it's just because you turn 65 doesn't mean you have to slow down. No, it's different for everyone. And, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that you're going to be retired longer than generations before us. And Marty's goal is to take the risk out of longevity risk. And so so in determining what is the best time for someone you're meeting with to retire, you, you want to ask questions. We'll go through some of these. And, and one is, well, have you reached your savings goal? Right. You know, do you have any, you know, one of the most important questions I get and, and frequently asked questions I get is, do I have enough and how much do I need? And, you know, that's that's where the report comes in, because I'm going to take all the savings that you've made, that you've accumulated, your 401k, your other savings, if you have a pension, including your Social Security and other sources of income. You know, have you have you reached that goal, that savings goal that you've that you've set out for? Do you have enough? I'm going to find out for you, and we're going to. Uh, the report's going to tell you the story uh, l- long term. So, uh, we want to know if you have enough. If we have, you've met that savings goal. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I have a few people that I've had to tell, no, you're not ready. You don't have enough to meet these goals that you want in retirement. So you're going to have to work a little bit more and save a little bit more, and save as much as you can. But uh, yes, it's really important to make sure that you meet those financial goals. Uh, to make sure that you're going to have that income that you want, because it's all it's all up to you to generate your own income stream. Another thing to consider when de- determining when to retire is uh, when will you think you're economically stable and, and not just with Social Security. That was never meant to be the sole source of income. So what do you need to put in place to feel uh, and to be economically stable? Right. Well, Social Security is, is an important part uh, of the of the plan that I'm going to put together for you. Uh, but it's not it shouldn't be your sole source of income. I, I mean, you know, you should have uh, many other sources of income. And I have, you know, from interest income, dividend income, pension, requ- retirement distributions from those retirement accounts. If you have rental income, K-1 income. I mean, I have clients. I do a lot of my clients income taxes and, uh, you know, here we are at the deadline <laughs> And yeah. I have a lot of clients yeah. with many, many, many sources of income. So it's it's really making sure that you're economically ready if you have the the uh, wherewithal and that and you have everything in place to make sure that that income stream that you want need is going to be sufficient to meet all those needs. So that's my job is to is to take all take those those puzzle pieces and and make sure that that uh, that's going to be your economic stability is there for you for as long as you're retired for the rest of your life. I got it done ahead of time, but you're right. This is deadline weekend. Where did they extend it to Monday because of that? Does they normally do that, right? Don't they? Right. Yeah. It's it's if it's on a weekend, it's uh, the following Monday. Oh, okay. Looking at uh, when can you retire? That's part of that initial meeting with Marty, and you can get a better feel for that when you meet with Marty. The opportunity is here every week. 888-519-9096. Again, 888-519-9096. Now, everyone's different, but for some, working longer could actually be better for your health. 
<laughs> Absolutely. As long as your health is good, it's good for your health. So I, I recommend, and that's why I know I've got more energy. I've got, I've, that's why I'm continuing because I love what I'm doing. I, I, my health is fantastic. I work out a lot. I stay in shape, or at least I try to stay in shape. <laughs> and, uh, and, and this way I can, I can continue and I love what I'm doing. So uh, if you're, you know, if you're in good health and you feel like continuing to work, you know, you can do a phased retirement. We've talked about that many times on the show. You could do a phased retirement where you can little by little wean yourself off, go from full-time to part-time to real part-time. You know, I had talked to a client the other day. He's working one day a week, and it's just, you know, something to something to keep him busy, something just for him to do. So, yes, if you have good – and it can be good for you. It keeps you engaged. It keeps you healthy. It keeps you, it keeps you active. So I definitely recommend if your health is good, you know, yeah, it's it's good for your health to keep working. Absolutely. And we mentioned this, but certainly this is a big reason why 65 is an outdated, really, mode of thinking for retirement ages. Everybody who was a full retirement age at 65 is already on it now. Nobody's at 65 anymore, not yet on Social Security. Right. Well, uh, yeah, most people I know that I deal with, my clients, uh, you know, they're delaying their Social Security until later on, until their full retirement age, which is probably 67 uh, or or later. Uh, you know, you have to take your Social Security at 70. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's that's, you know, it is what it is, even if you're working, you know, so I'm still working when I'm 70. I'll take my Social Security because I'm, I'm mandated to, but I'm not going to take it beforehand because, you know, I don't really need the money. And why? pay tax on something I don't need. Yeah, I could take it and bank it. So there's there's pros and cons and people talk about that all the time. But uh, yeah, your, your full retirement age is in my case was 66 and four months. Um, you know, most people born, if you're born 1960 or after, uh, your full retirement age is 67. And they're talking about raising that again. So they're, you know, Social Security's got its issues. And so they're talking about raising the it's retirement. It's one of the options, right? You're exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they're, they're, they're discussing it. They haven't done anything yet, but they probably will. There's going to be some changes to Social Security in the offing in the not too distant future. But, um, you know, right now it is what it is. And, you know, if you have any questions about it, you know, I'll be happy to answer them for you. That's that's right, isn't it? There's nobody. I mean, 65 is is done now. Anybody that that was their age, they're on it now. I would think. Right. Well, you know, Medicare is a different issue, too. I mean, I'm on Medicare. I'm 66. Yeah, that's still 65. So, you you know, you can take Social Security starting at age 62 and anywhere between 62 and 70. I usually, especially if you're working, I don't recommend taking it uh, because it's going to if you're working and you're taking your Social Security early, depending on your income, it'll reduce your benefit. So if you if you make more than twenty thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars, I think is the number. I keep forgetting that number. Uh, oh, should. for a social, let's see, it's 20, I'll find it again. It's 21,240, I think, but I'll clarify something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, 21 something. But if you make more than that, you're going to lose your social security benefits. So that's why I don't recommend taking it. Once you hit your social, your full retirement age, let's say your full retirement age is 67. Once you hit 67, you can make as much money as you want in any kind of job and it won't, your social security benefits won't be affected. Uh, but uh, that's why I recommend waiting. So it, plus the longer you wait, the higher the benefit. So it just makes sense. It depends. On, there's a lot of things that go into making that decision, health, uh, genetics, 
you know, uh, different situations, family situations might have an, an impact on it. So there's a lot of things that go into making that decision, but I usually I usually recommend waiting. And it is 21240, and we've got a minute here. And just looking at, I think, to just to wrap it up, to say what kind of lifestyle do you see? What kind of retirement paycheck do you need, basically? Right. Well, it, again, that's one of the questions I ask at our, at our initial sit-down consultation is, how much income are you looking for in retirement? How much do you need? You know, nobody knows that your expenses better than you do. So, you know, if you have a mortgage, if you have property taxes, insurances, you know, utilities, all the different things that go maintenance on your house. So all the different things that go into life, you know, how much are you going to need? So that's one of the questions I'm going to ask and I'm going to plug that in and all the different sources of income that you have and all the different savings that you've accumulated. I'm going to plug all that information in and bingo, I'm going to generate a nice uh, comprehensive long-term plan that goes to age 100 at least. And you're going to see exactly how things are going to play out uh, for the rest of your life. And uh, as long as we keep that red out of it, the red means there's a shortfall. And so I'm going to try and do my best to keep the red out of it, the situation. But yes, absolutely. We're going to we're going to plug that in and make sure that your your income meets that need for the rest of your life. Well, that is what Marty is going to talk to you about when he meets with you. Uh, what are the strategies to build in that uh, those streams in addition to Social Security, plus much more, plus Social Security maximization? Here's an opportunity to meet with Marty at no cost, no obligation. So, yes, I'm I'm here to put these plans together for you. The best part is no cost or obligation. So give me a call at 888-519-9096. My, you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording when you do call that number. Just leave me a short message, your name and phone number, and I'll get back to you sometime today. And we'll set up a time that's convenient for both of us, either on the phone initially or in the office. I have offices throughout the entire area. So call my call that number, and I will uh, get back to you today. I will get back to you. I don't uh, have any of my staff call. It's me who calls, and I set up my own schedule. So 888-519-9096. And you meet with Marty Neville, who talks retirement, and that is his focus in, in his firm. It's retirement strategies, retirement planning for his clients, and an ongoing relationship. Reviews are necessary. We've given you many reasons in past shows why reviews are necessary, from talking about secure acts of legislative changes to the retirement universe, to all that's going on with the economy, economic changes to the retirement universe. It's solid plan, but yeah, sometimes tweaks are needed. Uh, that's that ongoing human relationship. 888-519-9096, 888 888- 519-9096 to schedule with Marty Neville. Yeah, and uh, that's why he has clients. Li- that's why he's licensed in so many states, because when clients move, they want to keep that relationship going. Marty Neville, 888-519-9096. And Marty, what's up after the break? Well, you know, Dave, shifting gears from saving for retirement to spending that money you've saved in retirement can be a difficult Mm. transition or adjustment. The good news is that's my specialty and helping people do just that. So we're going to have some details on that as soon as we come back from the break. (laughs) 
Marty Neville is the president of the firm Smart Money Solutions and the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. We're back into the conversation on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. We're going to talk about that that rough transition for many, if not all, from accumulation, because you've been accumulating for decades, uh, to de-accumulation or distribution, however you want to draw down, however you want to call it. It, it can be rough for people, Marty, it, it, and I understand that. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. It, it you know, it's, it, you know, we're we're all we all know how to spend. Yeah. <laughs> but when it when it comes to spending that that money you've spent years saving, right? Uh, you know, some people are reluctant uh, to uh, to want to dip into those savings, even though at certain ages you have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still sometimes a difficult transition and a difficult adjustment. So. Uh, yes, getting getting prepared mentally is number one. How do you help uh, your clients get prepared mentally? Well, you know, because they they know if they want to have that income stream, and because again, we're going to sit down, we're going to discuss all the different savings that you've accumulated, and they're going to tell me exactly how much or approximately how much income they're looking for, uh, and I'm going to plug that into the report, and obviously that income's got to come from somewhere. Uh, yeah, some of it might come from a pension if you have one. Some of it's going to come from Social Security, but the rest of it's coming from your hard-earned savings, from 401ks and IRAs, uh, general savings that you've accumulated, uh, interest and dividend income that you're earning. So, so there's, there's, uh, you know, being prepared for that, knowing, you know, and, and that's my first and foremost job is, is to get you prepared for that income stream that you're going to generate. Uh, and where it's coming from. So, and, and, the, and the report spells that out in no uncertain terms where that income is actually going to be uh, coming from. Yeah, and I've heard it uh, explained as a bucket that you do poke a hole in the bottom of that bucket that's full of water. That represents, that's analogous to, or a metaphor, a metaphor for your savings. But, uh, but you also have a spigot that's running uh, addition, a new water into the bucket, right? That's that mm-hmm. income you build in. And another thing, too, in talking about shifting from uh, saving to spending, and you prefer this term to budget anyway, you help your clients develop a spending plan. Correct. Correct. You know, and at the same time, you know, what we haven't mentioned so far here is, is that your savings should be still earning. Even while you're taking distributions, you want to make sure that you're, you're making money on your accounts. Yeah. That you're, you're earning at the same time. And my goal is that you're earning more than you're taking. So if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're making more than you're taking, your accounts are still going up, which is a good thing. And and I, I strive, I work very, very hard to do that. But yes, one of the things that you want to do is document your spending. What are you, what are you spending money on? You know, again, you have to remember that uh, when do you spend the most amount of money when you're, you know, when it's the weekend or on vacation, well, if every day's the weekend, every day's a vacation, (laughs) uh, you know, you're going to be, unfortunately, you could put yourself in a precarious position and and be spending more than, than you want to. So, um, you know, you want to document what you're spending money on, you know, how often do you go out for dinners during the week or weekends? You know, what do you spend your money on? And, and this way we can have that a discussion about that to, to really, you know, nail it down to make sure that you're not putting yourself in that uh, that rough place that you don't want to be. How much does decluttering your financial life help in this transition? 
Well, you know, getting rid of the, especially getting rid of certain debt, you know, I, that's one way I look at decluttering is, is having, if you have a, a you know, a, a small loan, a personal loan, or if you have an auto loan, credit card debt is a, is a big uh, killer. Uh, that's a big no-no in retirement. So, you know, simplifying yourself, simplifying your life, making sure that you have, you know, the, the income isn't going to, to crazy stuff like credit card debt, you know, especially the interest rates are raising, you know, you could be paying upwards of 28 to 30 percent on your credit card debt so uh you know that's that's a that's going to really put a drain on your on your accounts and on your overall income stream so i always recommend getting rid of that debt uh and, and simplify your life as much as possible back to that bucket uh you, you probably or hopefully have multiple spigots running new water into that bucket one would be social security which you work with your clients on maximizing that and their decisions on when they claim but also building in a personal pension some type of uh, replacement for the pension you probably don't have right well we're going to turn that spigot on i mean that's uh, that's a faucet that needs to be turned on it's especially at certain ages uh you know you're required to at 73 now take rmds required minimum distributions from your retirement accounts but you know depending on when you retire you might be taking money from those retirement accounts early so that's one source of income retirement accounts you may have interest in dividend income i have a lot of clients that have that they have a lot of money in, in banks and they have interest they have dividends on their on their on their other savings uh, they have might have uh, rental properties, so they have rental income coming in. I spoke to a client the other day who has, uh, you know, three or four buildings, so he's got the sufficient income on the, on the rental side. So it, it all adds up. It's all little pieces of the puzzle make the big picture. So that's the whole idea is to put those puzzle pieces together so we could see the big picture and turn that lifetime income, turn that faucet on when it's appropriate, when you need it, uh, and make sure it's going to last you, again, the rest of your your life. Yeah, and that's what Marty's going to talk to you about. These are the strategies that are necessary for retirement of today. 888-519-9096 to schedule with Marty. 888-519-9096. Let's bring in a couple of more bu buckets, but a different analogy here. A bucketing strategy uh, being properly proportioned. Uh, how, how is that not only beneficial, but necessary? Well, yes. I mean, again, it's it's all a matter of, you know, you don't want to take too much uh, because you don't want to run out of money and making sure that you have, you know, of spending, you know, income versus spending. And, and again, it's 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 all a matter of, of what your annual income need is going to be. And then we put the plug that all in to make sure that we meet that goal. I, I'm pretty good at exceeding the goal. I, I can't uh, I would say probably 95 percent of the people I meet with, I exceed the goal that they're looking for uh, as far as their income need is concerned because they they this is what they want this is what they need well they might they have met either uh, a high source of, of income need and they have a, you know a high source of, of of assets that they've accumulated so we can plug all that right in including again social security is don't don't underestimate social security people ask me all the time well social security is not going to be there in x amount of years well i disagree i mean social security we've all paid into the system. It's not going to go away. 
um, they're going to have to f- they're going to have to do something to fix the problem. And when the time comes, you know, when the pro- when the politicians need to, they will. <laughs> but right. we're not we're not there <laughs> yet. But uh, they they haven't found it important enough to deal with. Uh, unfortunately, the trillions of dollars they're spending in all these different budgets they keep passing, uh, adding to the debt. None of it's going to shore up Social Security. None of it's going to shore up Medicare. You know, unfortunately, so it, it's um, they're, they're not dealing with the problem. They're they're actually creating the problems worse. They're hardly the talking worse. about it. It seems like you know there was a little bit of a discussion on it earlier in the year, but they really don't talk about it. it, it it's well, dire. They're not dealing with. You're right. You're exactly right. They're not dealing with, and uh, you know it's it's an unfortunate thing, mm. and um, it's it's going to have. It's, there's a consequence to that. Right. And, uh, usually the consequence is not you know in, in our best interest. So. Uh, I, I, my opinion is they should be, they should be, you know, dealing with the important subjects that, that affect us Americans, you know, and I'm not trying to light, make light of anybody's issues or everybody's got their issues and they want their issue dealt with, you know, but this is a widespread historic heritage yeah. issue. That's in dire this, trouble in <laughs> exactly. the year 2033. They're saying now, really? Exactly. This is something that affects everybody, but they're just ignoring it like it's, you know, it's it's not something they want to talk about because it's it's not a pleasant subject. It's a so political hot button, so, definitely. So, yeah, uh, you know, we could talk politics all day long, Dave. And, and no, I just, uh, you know, I, and I just I want them to address this. I really do, because it's important. And I, like you have said before, not kick the can down the road. Wait, right. we, well, it's going to affect all of us. I mean, I'm 66. You know, I'm. I'm I'm going to be dealing. I'm dealing with these issues now because again, I'm on Medicare. Uh, I, I have Medicare A and B, and I have a supplement, and I, I pay my 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 way with that. And you know, eventually, if soon enough, I'll be on Social Security. So these are issues that that affect not just me, but they affect all of us. Yeah. And again, again, they just they're they're you know blind to it all at this point. Well, I mean, and, and the bottom line here is proper planning can help ease that transition into uh, that that deaccumulation phase of your life, which is retirement. And, and that is proper planning includes maximizing social security, as we just talked about, but also building other streams of income, protective components too, looking at long-term care, looking at overall longevity risk. All of that is, it will happen in this comprehensive review yeah. that you can schedule with Marty. It's available again now at no cost, no obligation. Absolutely, because I want to address all of the concerns of everybody I meet with, and we all have concerns about you know various issues, and I'm going to address each one of them. Because uh, I ask you, uh, you know, one of the questions I ask at the interview is, you know, what's your biggest concern? You know, how do we address that? Let me let me take that anxiety out of your uh, out of your <laughs> out of your mind. Mm-hmm. So give me a call so uh, we can start that process today. 888-519-9096 is my number. You'll hear my voice on the recording when you do call. Just leave me a short message, your name and phone number, and I'll get back to you sometime today, and we'll set up a time to meet. We'll, we'll address your concerns and address those issues and make sure that we make, uh, make a transition into retirement, a smooth one that's custom-tailored just for you, 888 519 
If you think of it as your roadmap to retirement with the strategies laid out and and seeing things, actually seeing it in print that can make that uh, seem a lot easier, that transition from accumulation to deaccumulation. That's what Marty's all about in the planning process for his clients. And you can be one or you don't. I mean, you could choose to be one, but this is a no cost, no obligation opportunity. 888-519-9096-888-519-9096. 9096 talking about spigots and outside it reminds me of the days when i was a kid we got thirsty playing outside we just you know turn on the garden hose and drink out of that it'd be hot but (laughs) it was still water (laughs) exactly yeah well you just wait till the you know the the right amount goes through the hose. that's right and then it gets cooler cold water right the cold water comes through yeah no we just you know when i was growing up there were no such thing as seat belts you know right a different time as car seats back uh, in the day, you know. So and, you know, like, drinking out of the garden hose did not kill us. It did. Exactly. It, prob- it probably helped alive. our immunity, <laughs> our immune system, you know, you know probably. What's interesting, Dave? I, I just recently saw a thing online about, uh, you know, how we used to go to gym class and climb up that rope. Yeah. Uh, there were, there was no, nobody was tethered to make sure. No. If you, if you fell, if you fell, you fell on the mat. Nobody no, got- <laughs> here's what tethered you. The, the fright and horror of being laughed at by your classmates and fussed at by your coach. So that's what exactly. tethered you back then. Exactly. Well, Marty, looks like we got one more thing to do here. Yeah, right after the break, we're gonna we've got a lot of questions that we received during the week from listeners, and we're gonna answer as many as we can. So stay tuned. Financial Safari moving into Q&A with Marty Neville. Marty Neville, consumer advocate Dave Perkins, both of the age to have lived when we didn't wear helmets riding a bike, not saying that's a bad idea now, but did drink out of the garden hose. And uh, what else was it? The slip and slide. And the slip and slide. (laughs) And and I think my um, sliding board on the playground at my elementary school was as tall as the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) It was Mm -hmm. pretty tall. Uh, Reminiscing a little bit on the show. Ready for some questions, Marty? Absolutely. Hit me. All right. I will say that Marty's firm is Smart Money Solutions, offices in Chicago and Houston, and also the website is Smart Money. Let's see. Let me make sure I get it right. Smart Money Solutions, MN.com. Smart Money Solutions, MN.com. There's so much there. And if you click in the media, you could see some interviews that uh, or some just conversations on video that Marty and I had with the seven blind spots, which are very critical. It's actually part of that planning process and Marty, with Marty taking that in consideration. All right, let's go to Ben. My employer just cut our 401k match completely. They used to match 100% of our first 6%, but now they're contributing absolutely nothing. Now, I keep telling my wife that if they're not going to match, we shouldn't put any money in either. Can you help me explain why to her? Well, you're wrong. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You're wrong. Never stop contributing. Even, I mean, I I feel bad that your company eliminated the match. Uh, That's unfortunate, but uh, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't contribute to your future. 
because every dime you put into your 401k, obviously it's, there's a tax advantage because it comes off of your income pre-tax because it's a pre-tax contribution if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're contributing to the traditional 401k. But the bottom line is you're contributing to your future. It's for your future. If, okay, the company doesn't match anymore, that's an unfortunate thing. But you should always be, never stop, um, and never stop contributing to your retirement accounts, uh, the, mainly because of the, you know, the future you're going to need that income. The more money you have in retirement, the happier your retirement's going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- at the same time, you can be getting a nice tax advantage. So uh, sorry, Ben, but you are wrong. <laughs> you should not stop uh... contributing because they're not giving you a match. Uh, you're basically, uh, you know, you're, you're cutting off your nose to, to, to spite your face. And uh, that's, that's the wrong objective. The objective is to have as much money as possible in retirement. And if you stop contributing, you're going to have that much less. And don't forget, if you, you know, you can contribute this year, it went up. So now it's forty uh, thirty thousand dollars. Uh, it's twenty two five plus seventy five hundred. What else so could you put all that you, in? Right. Yeah, the, yeah. The, if you're over fifty, the maximum you could put in is is thirty thousand dollars. So that's great. And and that comes that's thirty thousand dollars that's coming off of your taxable income. And that doesn't prohibit you from even saving more in a separate account. So mm-hmm. yes, uh you know, I, I agree with your wife. Yeah, your wife uh, your wife is I wonder is if the, he got the right idea. Something like if he better I'll wash all the dishes for all the meals for a month because he's going to be doing that. No. Yeah, well, he should be because <laughs> because he's, uh, you know, yeah. he's basically making a, a big mistake not contributing or thinking about not contributing. Right. Uh, just because the company eliminated the match. I mean, that's unfortunate, and I wish they didn't do that, but... Uh, you know, that's that was gravy on top of, you know, the meat and uh, the right. meat is the money that you're putting in. Right. It was. And it's unfortunate that happened. But, yeah, sorry, you lost the bet there, Ben, with your wife. Kenneth, would a reverse rollover from an IRA to a 401k help to reset your contribution limit for the year? Asking for a friend. Sure you are, Kenneth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, putting putting money, uh, you know, if well, if your company allows you to take money from an IRA and put it into your 401k, first of all, a lot of times they won't do that. They will, might allow you to do a 401 rollover from the company you left to the 401 at the new company you're going to. But in a lot of cases, they may not allow you to take a, an IRA IRA and put it in your 401k. So, but it, it, that would have no impact because it's not a contribution. It's it's basically a rollover from your IRA to a 401k. It has it would have nothing to do with the contribution limit for the year. So, uh, but but again, most companies don't allow you to take money from an IRA that's already been transferred into an IRA back into a 401k. They may do a 401k to 401k rollover, but. That's a, a, a totally different thing. Q&A with Marty Neville, who can answer your questions with a one-on-one consultation. You can schedule by calling this number, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. From Maryland, uh, my husband is 57 and aiming to retire at 65. His main IRA is with the big box chain and has about 330000 in it. After listening to your show, I figured I'd take what I learned from the show 
and check the stocks and bond ratio, I almost fell out of my chair. 86% stocks. Should we rebalance with more bonds? We also have a 401k with 150000 Thanks so much. Okay, well, you know, that there's there's a couple different issues there that you're dealing with. Uh, the IRA, you know, with the stocks in there, well, if you're getting ready, he's getting ready to retire in eight years. Um, my opinion would be not to go into bonds because bonds are interest rate sensitive and interest rates are going up. So as as interest rates go up, bond values go down. So it, it's now is not a good time to get into bonds, uh, it, it, you know, because as interest rates keep going up, uh, you're going to lose value in the bonds. So, and there's, you know, there, there might be buying opportunity though in bonds, but uh, I, I don't know when interest rates are going to stop increasing. Uh, but yes, get out of the stocks because as you've no, probably noticed the past couple years, uh, you've probably noticed uh, gyrations in your account and probably losses in your account due to the fact that the market is, has been down considerably for the past two years. So stocks have a lot to do with that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a retirement advisor, Marilyn. So uh, as a retirement advisor, I don't use stocks and bonds and mutual funds. I, I pr- put together guaranteed lifetime income plans for all my clients. I can't give you a guaranteed income if you're in a non-guaranteed investment strategy such as stocks. So I, I don't use that. I use uh, a lot of times I use life insurance plans. I use annuity products. Uh, there's some fantastic programs that I put together for people and their money is always safe. Uh, the same thing with that 401k. You want to preserve that money. You're going to need that in retirement. He's all, he's going to retire. You know, he's in the red zone here. He's going to retire in eight years or less. And you want to make sure that the money's going to be there for you for the rest of your life. Uh, if the market has another 20% drop, you know, where are you going to be? So uh, give me a call so we can, uh, I could put together a plan for you and uh, definitely, you know, maybe uh, move some of that money into a safe money strategy that has good growth, but you don't have to worry about losses. And from Phyllis, uh, I recently turned 54 and began looking into long-term care insurance. Now, I did a preliminary search online and was surprised to find out how much long-term care insurance can cost. On the other hand, the thought of needing care and throwing my family into financial turmoil as a result turns my stomach. I know a lot of people my age nearing retirement that, that don't have it. Is there a general rule of thumb you use that might help me decide? Well, you know, long-term care at your age, 54, at your age, long-term care would be reasonable, uh, surprisingly Is enough. Is still you hit, that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, once you hit 60, uh-huh. uh, then you're, you know, you're worried about some real high premiums on uh, on long-term care. But at, at 54, uh, you should be in a, a real reasonable cost for long-term care insurance if that's the direction you want to go in. Now, the, in a lot of cases, again, a lot depends on should you buy it. Uh, that's the question I get from a lot of people. Most of my clients are able to self-insure. So if they need to, uh, you know, some care of some kind, if, they, if, they're, if they're Medicare insurance and their supplement doesn't cover it, you know, they, they may be able to self-insure. But again, we have to do a, a plan. I have to see what your assets are and if that's if that's even feasible, if that's something that can can work for you. But uh, long-term care insurance has a place. Um, yes, I agree with you. Put, putting your family in all kinds of financial issues and and because it's very expensive to go into, into a nursing home. It is. Well, believe me, both of my parents ended up in a nursing home and it was about $9,000 each per month for them to be in the nursing home. So, wow. 
it's, it's very expensive, and you want to make sure you're planning for that. What are some alternatives uh, to long-term care insurance? I know there are some alternatives to that. Well, there, there are. There are different types of plans out there with different kinds of companies. There's long-term care with return of premium riders. Uh, there's, there's, you know, uh, different uh, life insurance plans that have riders for long-term care. There's annuities that have long-term care riders on them as well. So there's a lot of alternatives to traditional long-term care. Yes, long-term care can be expensive, and the premiums are not locked in. So if you if you were to get to, you know a premium of fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars for the year for your long-term care, Phyllis. That doesn't mean in the future when you get older, it's not going to go up and it probably will. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're they're not your premiums are never locked in anymore. Uh, A lot of these companies have learned over the years that they that they gave you a flat rate and uh, then they got hit and they got socked. So, uh, yes, long term care is something that's important, at least to have a discussion about and see uh, what the alternatives out out there that that are available uh, for you as a as an option to to put yourself at ease and your family at ease that if something should happen to you and you need extended care in a facility uh, that you're going to be able to afford to do it. Yeah, good question, Phyllis. And, you know, we talked about longevity risk and it earlier said Marty's goal is to help take that risk out of longevity risk because people are living longer now. And that's part of the consideration. And when you meet with Marty, building income, protective uh, components, proactive tax strategies, here's an opportunity, a limited opportunity based on his schedule to schedule with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Yes, sir, Dave. For the last 10 listeners who call in, call me at 888 519-9096. We will uh, set up a time to meet and have a conversation, Put do a consultation, get to know each other, and put those puzzle pieces together for you one at a time and so we can see the big picture of your future. 888-519-9096. You'll hear my voice on the recording when you do call. Just leave me a short message, your name and phone number, and I will get back to you sometime today and we'll set up a time. Whether it's on the phone, in some cases it has to be on the phone because our schedule don't jive all the time, mm. but we can meet either in the office or on the phone and, and start the process to make sure that you're going to have a smooth transition into retirement. All you have to do is call 888-519-9096. And, and a great opportunity it is for you if you're near retirement, maybe just retired, if you have a plan but don't feel totally confident in that plan, if you haven't even started the planning process. For instance, like one of our uh, questioners, their listeners, where the question was 54, getting into that financial red zone, a good time to start uh, maybe shifting over to or at least meeting with, for a second opinion, someone like Marty, who is a retirement specialist. Again, the number 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six, and hope you're with us next week because we're back with another financial safari. We'll see you then. Coach P. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.